0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hey, everyone. Just wanted to let you know I'm taking a bit of time off after this episode. I need to chill. I need to recharge. And I need to write more topics, so I'm perfectly honest. So if you want to know when the next episode will be released, why not hit subscribe? There's a link to do so in the show notes. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And I wish you all a very merry everything. Hope you enjoy this episode.
0: Welcome to the Comedy Quiz Podcast. Each show we pit two comedians against each other to play a game of fact or fiction. And here's your host, Mr. David Shore! Thank you, Shula
2: Cowan. So nice to be back here on the Comedy Quiz, Fact or Fiction. This week's contestants are an award-winning double act all the way from the UK where they have their own sitcom, Deep Heat, on ITV, that's a network over there, and their own BBC radio series, The Casebook of Max and Yvonne, which you can listen to around the world on the BBC Sounds app. I listen to it, but let's meet them. First, he's an actor, writer, and producer. Additional TV credits include W1A, Drunk History UK, Peep Show, and Gangsta Granny. Please welcome Max Olesker. Hello, Max. Hello, David. It is wonderful to be here. It is wonderful to have you. And let's meet your partner. He is also an actor, writer, and producer. Additional TV credits include Urban Myths, W1A, Drunk History UK, and The Mimic. Please say hello to Yvonne Gonzalez. Hello, Yvonne. Hi, David and the
1: Comedy Quiz team. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, it's
2: definitely a pleasure to have both of you. I'm very excited. We were talking a bit before. I haven't. We haven't seen each
1: other in six years since I left the UK. Six old years. Um, but David, I, I do mm-hmm. have some bad news. I'm afraid Uh-oh. because yeah. uh, the Comedy Quiz pits two comedians against each other, and technically, yes. as a double act, we are half a comedian <laughs> each. <laughs>
3: That's not quite true. We add up to one comedian, but the percentage is actually don't, they're, they're not weighted, they're
1: not weighted equally. Uh, and by the end of this quiz, you'll know what, what the weighting is.
2: <laughs> well, in my mind, you guys are 2.5 comedians. Because oh. I think you both bring it, and I'm excited to have you here. And just so people out there know, I've been hounding these guys for like literally half a year to be on the show Because I know you're both so busy and I really do appreciate you being on. I'm very excited to have you
1: here. We're very bad at replying to emails, but we're so very (laughs) glad to be here in front of you uh, or at the very least in front of our webcam.
2: Yes. So just people know we can see each other. And Max and Yvonne are sitting in a room with two empty chairs, and which makes me intimidated. It's like there's ghosts or someone should be sitting there judging us. Whereas I look like I'm in a bunker waiting for the end, I think. Yeah, which fun. is
3: quite intimidating to us as well. It's like, you know, something we don't. So, you know, whilst we're looked over by our invisible
2: spectral overlords, you're prepping for the apocalypse. It's true. I'm always prepping for the apocalypse. For the apocalypse? For the apocalypse, it happens in the summer, and you get to drink pop and have popsicles. It's a pop-alypse. You lick your lips at the end. It's a lot of fun. All right, so let me explain the way the comedy quiz works. I'm going to read a statement, and then each contestant will have to decide if that statement is fact or fiction. Please feel free to play along at home. And if you do play along, let us know your score by posting it on one of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find hot links to our social media accounts in the show notes, as well as links to Max and Yvonne's website and their social media accounts as well. But let's start the show. Gentlemen, our main topic today is the Pony Express.
1: Mmm. <laughs> Luckily, I am an expert on the Pony Express. Oh, it's my specialist subject, David. Fear <laughs> not,
2: fear are not. Are the two of you familiar? Do you know what the Pony Express? Have you heard of it? It's okay if you have. We've had contestants <laughs> who are like, I have no idea what that is, and they've still
1: won. Um, now I <laughs> let's just C- can we be honest? Yes, I, I, I don't have a. I mean, I, I feel like you've just put two random words together, and that is today's <laughs> specialist subject.
2: It's a. Is it an equine postal service? I'm not sure. I believe Equine means horses. Is that is that? Yeah. Like, the UK education system is superior to Canadian. I'm just going to say. Yes, it is. So the Pony Express, this is not really giving any of the way. The Pony Express was a fast mail service that ran between St. Joseph, Missouri and Sacramento, California. And you would have a series of riders. Like they'd hand off the mail to the next rider and they would go all the way to, to Sacramento. Lovely. Okay. I ordered a fast mail service for a Van
3: Stagnide, but I think that was a different thing. <laughs>
2: And I'm sure Yvonne was appreciative
1: and surprised. It was the pony package. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) For those in North America, stag night would be a bachelor party. Bachelor. Absolutely, yes. Because we have listeners all over the world. A lot of listeners in Florida. Hello, Florida. I don't know why, but they they
1: seem to like the quiz. Hello, Florida, you freaks. Uh, The the Pony Express didn't go to Florida from the sound of things. No, I don't know if Florida was a state yet. Because I'm not
2: that up in my US history because I'm Canadian. But let's start the show. Gentlemen, your first statement. One of the owners of the Pony Express, Alexander Majors, was a religious man, and he required all Pony Express riders to take an oath that they would not use, quote, profane language, drink intoxicating liquors, or fight with any other employees of the firm, end quote. Fact or fiction? Max Olesker, let's start with you.
3: Goodness me, I'm trying to cast my mind back to the time in American history when the Pony Express would have been Cantering and galloping from state to state, and I feel as though it was, you know, it was, uh, it was a nation built on built on religion, one nation under God, over a pony delivering mail, <laughs> to use the, the the longer form of that of that quote that's been lost to the ages. That feels legit to me, um, and I feel like you were you were you were reading what looked like a real quote. I was I was getting nothing but <laughs> nothing but honesty from you. It, it's a fact. It's a fact. I'm saying.
2: All right. So Max says fact. Yvonne, what about you? Fact or fiction?
1: Look, not just because I'm easily swayed by whatever Max says. (laughs) Because I am. Um, (laughs) That's a fact. Am I allowed to concur and also say fact? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, well, I feel like as God-fearing and upright citizens, they they would indeed have this. I mean, maybe... Even more, you know, that there Mm. might be some more decrees that that they might give, you know, that you always wear your your top button done up and that you bow to the nearest. And that the horses should defecate in the shape of a cross. (laughs) Yes. Um, But yeah, I'm going for fact as well. All right.
2: So you're both saying fact. Let's find out.
0: It's a fact.
1: Hey, hey! Yes.
2: And we're off to the races. That's a very good pun, and I hate puns, I have to say. But that was a good one. Yeah, it is a fact. It was actually a written oath, and all the riders were required to sign it. Incredible. And the horses. Yes, the, horse, the horses had to put their, uh, their their paw? Is it a paw? Their foot? It was, poor, it was poor back then in America.
3: This is, evolution is a rapid thing. <laughs> it was the... Yeah, they were... If you believe in such stuff. (laughs) Well, and it was key that Mr. Majors would ensure that none of his riders believed in any of that
2: hokum. We're going to lose viewers in Florida. That's all I'm going to say. Sorry, Florida people. That's our one aim. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our next statement. The initial cost to send a letter via the Pony Express was 250 times higher than by regular mail. Fact or fiction? Yvonne Gonzalez, let's start with you this time.
1: Okay, so first of all, May I may I ask a, a further question? Uh, yeah. Or, or am I okay? Great. So, what would regular mail entail?
2: Well, I can't. That I don't think I can give you that information.
1: Oh, okay, right.
2: Fair you enough. can ask it,
1: but sometimes I, I can I ask know. it. But yeah, I you were not have promised any answers. Know, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I, like, you know yeah, what? I don't it. think
2: I don't think it's giving anything away. I will give you. I will give you an answer. So it would cost okay. at that
1: time. It cost two cents to send a letter via like regular mail. Two cents. Okay, and. But my question is, what, what actually is regular mail? Would it go on a train or, or would someone just walk?
2: That's a good question. In a previous episode, we had like a speed round, Pony Express one, and I believe it would take 10 days for the mail, but on the Pony Express, it would be three.
1: Would okay. Say. Wow. So it's, it's three times quicker, but potentially 250 times more expensive. Yes. I'm going, I'm going fiction.
2: All right. So Yvonne says, "Fiction, Max. What about you? Fact or fiction?" I too.
3: I think you know, doing the maths. What What are we talking? Like three dollars or something to to post post a letter? Is that is that what we're saying? Well, I guess five dollars. Five five dollars back in the year yeah. forty three BC or whenever this <laughs> yeah. was taking place before money
2: was invented. Yes,
3: I think I think that at that time five dollars could have probably bought you the very state of Florida uh and i think indeed it did at one point um so i i think that i think that's way too much i don't th- i don't think you could have broken a a dollar for for posting posting a letter back then even if it was on the finest of non-swearing ponies so i'm, I'm afraid this uh this dead heat between Ivan and i will continue for better or worse because it's it's f- it's fiction from me as well
2: all right so you're both saying fiction let's find out
0: it's a fact
2: No. Yeah. No
1: way.
3: Crazy. It
2: was a fact. I don't have $5 now. I mean, (laughs) this is extraordinary. When the Pony Express started, it was $5 to send a letter uh, using it. Regular mail was $0.02, but later the price dropped in the Pony Express. The price dropped to $2.50 and then to $1. As horses got larger and larger. I really don't know that much about the Pony Express. All right, but let's move on to our next statement. The Pony Express was in operation for just under 11 years, from May 23rd, 1850 until October 26th, 1861. Fact or fiction? Max, let's start with you this time.
3: Well, uh, that seems like it fits the lifespan of an average pony. (laughs) So I'm going to guess from this that it was one pony that was delivering all of this stuff, which would explain the the premium uh, $5 $5 fee. Uh, So whatever its brave name was, I'm going to say that it was fact.
2: All right.
1: So... Max is saying fact. Yvonne, what about you? Fact or fiction? I feel like I finally have to veer from the double act um, (laughs) standard of all saying the the same thing each time. Breaking the old double act Hippocratic oath. I'm sorry, I'm going there and I'm going fiction just because the gut says so.
2: All right. So Yvonne is breaking the double act pact, I want to call it. The guild are going to be very interested in this. (laughs) And he's saying fiction. Max says it's a fact. Undoubtedly. Let's find out.
1: It's fiction.
2: Good grief. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Devastating. My my pony is pulling forwards.
2: <laughs> well, unfortunately, the Pony Express was not a successful venture. It only lasted it lasted for just over 19 months before being put out of business by the Transcontinental Telegraph Line in 1861.
3: Mm, so it lasted fewer than 11 years. I'd figure that if, that if I got it wrong, it'd be because it, you would be like, no, it, it, this happened for like 200 it's, years. It's still going it's, right now. It's still happening.
2: No, no, not, it didn't even last two years. So, wow. uh, you know, but it is in, in certainly in Western lore, it's this mythical thing, the Pony Express. All right, let's move on to our next statement. On average, Pony Express riders rode 50 miles a day. Fact or fiction?
1: Yvonne Gonzalez, let's start with you this time. 50 miles on a mm-hmm. pony. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can do more than that in a day. Yeah, I'm going fiction just because I feel like it It should be 200. And if they're not hitting 200, <laughs> then either the pony or the rider needs to be put down.
2: <laughs> Yvonne would be a terrible boss in a pony <laughs> business, I have to say. All right, so Yvonne says, fiction, Max, what about you? Fact or fiction? I, I, I'm I'm loath to agree, but I... I do
3: feel like, as a man who's ridden a horse approximately four times in his life, (laughs) you could do way more than 50 miles a day on a pony. Mm. So I'm going to go fiction as well.
2: Okay, so you're both going fiction. Let's find out.
1: It's fiction. Yes. And were we right? Did they do more?
2: Yeah, they did do more. They actually rode 75 miles a day, but sometimes they averaged 100 miles, depending on the part of the route they were on.
1: So my 200 or die was <laughs> maybe a little harsh. Yeah, that, little was, harsh. That, that was the working ethos they brought in
3: in the 19th month of the business and <laughs> it, things wrapped up pretty shortly after that.
2: Yeah, they certainly did. Let's move on to our last statement for this round. One rider completed a 380 mile run in less than two days. Fact or fiction? Max, let's start with you this time.
3: 380. I mean, look. If Ivan's your boss, that's 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 your average. That's, <laughs> that's your average standard. two-dayer. Uh, mm-hmm. Given the uh, given the numbers that you've just fed me, I mean, it it sounds like this could be the outlier. This could be the employee of the month sort of situation <laughs> that you see stuck mm-hmm. up to the side of the shed. Um, but I feel I feel like maybe maybe that's a little too spicy. So I'm gonna err on the side of caution and call that out as the
1: fiction that it is. Rubbish. Rubbish. <laughs> oh, Yvonne, it's backed. It's fact. It has to be, because my riders... <laughs> Since
3: we've started, has set up a, a limited company. Please. The new Pony Express. Guys, it costs $5. And has stuck out adverts on Gumtree for a... psychotic riders willing to put themselves and their horse, which they must supply at great personal harm. Yeah, either supply or catch. You know, it's up to you. <laughs> no questions asked. Just turn up with a horse on your first day. That's... Now, I reckon... I
1: reckon one person did do 380, and I reckon they did more like Mm -hmm. 250 in the first day, and then they took it a bit easier (laughs) on the second.
3: Well, as as you've established, 200 is the bare minimum, so... (laughs) Yeah.
2: So yeah, I'm going fact. All right. So Yvonne says
1: fact, Max says fiction. Let's find out.
0: It's a fact.
1: Yes. Thank you very much. Good grief. And congratulations to that that person. Surely the horse. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you really should be thanking the horse. Uh, in
2: May of 1860, Robert Helsom, aka Pony Bob, who was born in London, England, by the way, he completed his 75 mile run only to find that the next rider was too terrified of the native Paiute tribe who had been attacking stations along the route. So Haslam had to continue and finished a 190 mile run and then returned home completing 380
1: miles in 40 hours.
2: Outrageous. It is outrageous.
1: He still had eight hours. He could have done some more miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
3: too you think it's outrageous just for different reasons. Come on, Pony <laughs>
2: Bob. <laughs> Let's total up the score. And at the end of round one, Yvonne has doubled up on his double act partner. He's leading by four to two. Oh, yes, but don't worry, Max. There's lots of time to come back. Thank goodness. And now as a part of the show where we get to know our contestants a little bit. Now, at the top of the show, I mentioned that Max and Yvonne have their own ITV series, their own sitcom called Deep Heat. Yvonne, can you tell us a bit
1: about the show? Sure thing. Deep Heat is a British <laughs> sitcom set in the world of pro wrestling. Max was Britain's youngest professional wrestler back in the day when he was young. Uh, we... We've really, uh, we've really used that past as much as possible to, to write as much comedy and, to, and to, make, mm. to make as much gold from it as possible because <laughs> uh, most, of, most of our living projects are wrestling-related at the moment, it seems. Um, but yeah, it's a sitcom that's uh, based in the world of British pro wrestling. It's a lot of fun. It's an ensemble comedy. We are two of the main characters, but we're not the lead. Mm-hmm. And the show follows the exploits of Holly a young wannabe pro wrestler who finally gets the chance to run her mum's pro wrestling company, Boss Pro Wrestling. And yeah, we've got six episodes that's available on ITVX, the ITV platform, which everyone around the world can access if you have a VPN and, uh, and, and are willing to do it illegally. And there will be a hot
2: link in the show notes so people can watch that. Certainly in the UK, anybody can watch it if you've got a VPN anywhere in the world. You can watch that as well. And Max, yeah. So Yvonne said you were the youngest pro wrestler in the UK when you were fourteen. Is Absolutely. that right? Absolutely.
3: That's when I. That's when I. That's when I got started. I wrestled as Max Voltage, the Human Dynamo, and <laughs> somersaulted all over the place. Uh, and uh, eventually, though, that that passed somersaulted into our comedy
2: work. And tell us about one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. You guys put on a spec. It's a spectacle. I have to say, and it was spectacular. Up at the Edinburgh Fringe, you put on this show called The Wrestling. And it filled one of the biggest theaters in Edinburgh, and you've done it several times. I believe you did it in Australia once.
3: Yes, indeed. And it's coming to London for the very first time in 2023.
2: Yeah, for Live Aid, right? You guys doing a fundraiser. Yeah, for Comic Relief. Sorry, Comic Relief. Yeah, sorry. And so tell people about that, so people who are unfamiliar with the wrestling, what that is. Sure. So
3: uh, drawing upon our very specific sets of skills, we uh, (laughs) train the finest comedians in the world to become professional wrestlers. And they step into the ring, totally transformed. Uh, They have their own wrestling personas, their own theme music, their own finishing moves. And they do battle both with other comedians and actual professional wrestlers. It's a ludicrous, loud, over-the-top spectacle. Um, It's one of our favorite things to do. It's incredibly time-consuming and and all-consuming. But it is kind of as nourishing as it is physically and emotionally draining. So uh, we've become slightly addicted to it. And it continues to grow in size. So it's, uh, yeah, it's coming to London for the first time. We're super excited about it. And it's taking place, uh, yeah, in, in March of uh, 2023.
2: March of 2023. So there'll be a hot link for anyone who's going to be in London or is in London and wants to check that out. I highly recommend it. I would definitely be there if I was in London. I have, I have to say I loved that show. But let's move on to... Where are we? What is it time for?
0: Contestants, start your engines. It's time for the speed round.
1: Yeah, it's time for the speed round. And Yvonne was freaked out by that sound effect. (laughs) I was a little. uh, I thought it was actually a sound effect from the Pony Express, and it's a very (laughs) ill pony. But a very fast one.
2: (laughs) So in the speed round, I'll be making statements to one contestant at a time, and Max... Since you are trailing you get to choose between our two topics which are Thanks. the Pacific Ocean and dragonflies I mean
3: two of my specialist subjects but I'm going to go I'm going to go <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to I'm going to go with dragonflies this time round
2: okay so these statements max are just for you and the topic is dragonflies here is your first statement dragonflies have been around for about 300 million years and some fossilized dragonflies have been found with wingspans up to two feet long. Fact or fiction?
3: They may have a very good skincare routine, but they are that old. It's a fact.
2: That old? No, it's it's about the length of the wingspan. Oh, three hundred million years. That's pretty old. <laughs> it is, but the, the statement is more is really about the, the wingspan.
3: Oh, it, listen! It's you, you didn't say a lie there, David. It was it, it was Fact City. I'm afraid, <laughs> and I'm a citizen of that city.
2: <laughs> okay, and you are correct. It is a fact from Fact City. Your next statement: Native to India, the Ditch Jewel Dragonfly has the largest wingspan amongst modern dragonflies, measuring up to nine inches. Fact or fiction? It's another. It's
3: another capital F. It's a fact,
2: baby. <laughs> well, no matter what it's going to be a capital f but unfortunately, this one is a fiction Curses. the ditch jewel is a real dragonfly, but modern dragonflies have wingspans of only two to five inches long i
3: i I firmly believe there are bigger ditch jewels out there that have yet to be <laughs> discovered but we'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out over the over the next few years there's
1: there's there's another reason why Max thinks two to five inches looks like nine inches, but we won't go into that
2: he's going blue. <laughs> It's never too early or too late to go blue on the comedy quiz. Although so I think this is the first time. This might be the first on the, but that's okay. That's very okay. We expect it from the British. You had all the all those naughty movies in the seventies. All right, let's move on to your next statement. The globe skinner dragonfly has the longest migration of any insect, eleven thousand miles back and forth across the Indian Ocean. Fact or fiction? It's well known
3: that dragonflies are homebodies; they don't migrate. That's that's pure fiction.
2: I am sorry, Max. It is a fact. That is a crazy fact. Let's move on to your next statement. Dragonflies can stay in their larval or nymph stage for up to three years. Fact or fiction? It's a fizzy fact, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Max. It is fiction. Another big capital F for you. They can stay in the larval stage for up to five years. So,
1: so they can stay
3: life.
2: for up to three years. It's still fiction. Oh, <laughs> I,
1: <mean, laughs> I mean, look, I, mean, I know, I know, I'm against Max here, but there is uh, <laughs> there is an argument that
3: they can stay. You are in both it correct. For, they can stay in it for up to one year, up to two years, up to three <laughs> years, up to four years, and indeed up
2: to five years. All right. You know what? I'm going to give you a point just because I like you so much and you guys are doing this show and Yvonne seems to agree with you. So this is a first where I've given someone a point. I'm on it. Okay. So your last statement, Max. Larval or nymph stage dragonflies live in water and breathe through gills located in their anus. Fact or fiction? Doesn't
3: sound true, but I just want it to be true. So I'm going to You've got to, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. I'm going to say
2: fact. (laughs) It is 100% a fact. And I do like that you think that's the change you want to see in the world people breathing through their butts. All right. Yvonne Gonzalez, your topic is the Pacific Ocean. Yes, please. Here is your first statement. The Pacific Ocean was named by 16th century Portuguese explorer Francisco Ciro. Fact or fiction?
1: Let's go fact. I feel like it means serene or something in his language. It was well known that it was Bill Pacific, but whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're both wrong, but it is fiction. It was actually named by Ferdinand Magellan, who ah. I believe Magellan in Portuguese means Pacific, so maybe Max was right there. And Ferdinand <laughs> right. means
1: Bill. I stand. <laughs> okay. Can I, can, I, uh, can I go back on giving Max that extra
2: point? <laughs> Too late. You should have thought ahead, Yvonne. Let's move on to your next statement. The Pacific is larger than all of the Earth's landmass combined. Fact
1: or fiction? It is pretty big, and it is a big. Oh, yeah, let's let's go fact. Let's go fact. Yeah, you're right. It is a fact. The Pacific
2: covers more than thirty percent of the planet. Hello. It is indeed a fact. All right, Yvonne, your next statement. The Pacific actually shrinks one inch every year. Fact. Or Fiction?
1: Shrinks? Why would it shrink? Um. Oh, one inch a year. That, mm, I feel like it, if anything, I feel like it would grow. Mm. I don't know why. I, I want it to grow. I, I feel like it should grow. I'm going to go Fiction. All right,
2: you're going Fiction. Unfortunately, it is a fact, Yvonne. It does shrink one inch a year, and it's because of the movement of the tectonic plates. So that is the reason. I know why Ivan wants something to
3: grow by one inch a year, though. <laughs>
2: I had a feeling one of you was going to make that joke. <laughs> Just doing my professional duty, you guys. <laughs> That's why you guys are a double act. I thought Yvonne would comment on it, but Max picked it up.
1: as we He said. stepped in. He stepped he in. He stepped in.
2: All right, Yvonne, your next statement. There are 15 island nations in the Pacific Ocean. Fact
1: or fiction? 15 in the Pacific. I mean, there's a few. I'm very bad with geography, so I'm not going to even attempt to name any of them, but I'm going to go <laughs> fiction i'm going fiction i'm going fiction <laughs> i changed my mind at the last second there fiction fiction
2: well you were smart to do that cuz it is fiction there are 14 nice. island
1: names in the
2: pacific i know. knew it yeah. all right and your last statement new guinea is the largest island of the pacific fact or fiction
1: the largest island? new you... i mean i guess i guess none of the continents properly count do they cuz they uh Because they're not surrounded by the Pacific. Let's... Oh, largest island. Let's
2: go... Fact. All right. You're saying fact. And you are 100% right. And uh, and yeah, Australia would be bigger, but it is a continent and not an island. So New Guinea is the largest island in the Pacific. So well done there,
1: Yvonne. Thank you so much.
2: And let me total up the scores and let's find out...
0: Who's the winner?
2: Well... It was was really close there because Yvonne went on a on a losing streak. But in the end, he picked it up and he is the winner by a score of seven to five. So well Thank done, you. Thank Yvonne. You very much.
1: This is a great honor. Thank you.
2: I wish people could see this. There's a, there's a championship wrestling belt hanging behind them. And Yvonne, if I could, I would give you a championship belt. But I can't, so I won't. So just gloat over Max for as long <laughs> as you want. And guess what, everybody? That is the end of the show! Woohoo! Yay! Yeah, the kids love it. I'd like to thank our contestants, Max Olesker and Yvonne Gonzalez. You can get hot links to Max and Yvonne's website and social media accounts in the show notes, as well as links to their ITV show and tickets for the wrestling. Go see the wrestling. If you like today's show, please do give us a rating and a review, and check out our back catalog of shows. We have episodes featuring... Whose Line Is It Anyways, Colin Mochrie and Gary Anthony Williams, Superstore's Lauren Ash, Baroness Von Sketch Shows Aurora Brown, Comedian Deborah D. Giovanni, Lazy Susan, and many, many more. If you want to listen to more episodes or subscribe, there's a link to do so on your platform of choice. There's also hot links in the show notes for the Comedy Quiz's social media accounts, plus links for Shuli Cowan and myself. My name is David Shore. On behalf of Shulitown and myself, thank you so much for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Please pirate our show. <laughs> Everyone pirate their show, especially if you're in the Pacific.
0: Let's talk about medical. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. plus.